This is the Troll Patrol. Why? With Justin. Freaking. Thank you very much. We conclude this press conference. Thank you and have a wonderful afternoon. Gracias. Gracias, ma'am. We conclude this press conference. Curious or may or may not have cooked salmon. She may not have, or she may or may not have made something sweet, but I'm not sure. I get the fake out sometimes. Sometimes there's cake, and then sometimes she's just burning a candle. I mean, I don't need to prepare for diamond, do I? All right, we're going to do hodgepodge, I guess. Oh, yeah. Warlord sending me the... <sighs> breaking story while we were doing that press conference. Cardinal George Pell dies aged 81. Cardinal George Pell, whose conviction on child abuse charges shocked the Catholic Church before being quashed has died at 81. The former Vatican treasurer is Australia's highest-ranking Catholic clerk. Or, I mean, cleric, I'm sorry. Yeah, fuck that guy. The most senior church figure ever jailed for such offense. He died of heart complications after hip surgery, church officials say. Just in piss, motherfucker. In 2014, he was tasked with overseeing the Vatican's finances, but he left his post in 2017, returning to Australia to face trial on child sex abuse charges. A jury in 2018 found that he had abused two boys while Archbishop of Melbourne in the 1990s. Cardinal Pell, who always maintained his innocence, spent 13 months in prison before the High Court of Australia quashed the verdict in 2020. He returned to Rome upon his release from custody and last week attended the funeral of Pope Benedict XVI. Rust in peace. I can't play Tim mentioned. Believe me, I'm singing this song in my head, but I can't play Tim Minchin. I will lose out on my YouTube money. But you should totally give the Tim Minchin song that Merkin posted. Cat, listen. Tim Minchin is amazing. Before we got started with the um, Triple Presidente stream, we actually went through a list of U.S. presidents. <laughs> with facial hair. I highly recommend uh, che <laughs> checking that out. I want my 14 cents from YouTube, Mergen. It has taken me uh, 9 years, 12, 11 years. I don't even remember how long it's been. Since 2012. 11 years. I'm horrible at math, in case you can't tell. Taking me you 11 years. And a third chance minus my 25% chance 
and you got an eight and a third chance of winning. This is taking me uh, 11 years to get a payout from YouTube. <laughs> I made more from Twitch this year than Gina Carino made at the box office on her Daily Wire Western movie. Holy shit. I guess I guess I should be proud of it. I have 10 notifications. What in the fuck? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to read this with you guys. First time I've read this. I just saw leftism is not what you think it is. And I'm like, okay, let's... Let's do it. Leftism is not what you think it is. It's like saying, I'm not stupid. I'm just one of them, and they approve my message. There's only one reality, reality where you don't have any survival instincts. Therefore, you don't care about anything up until you get stabbed yourself. Did that make any sense? Did that make any sense? This was in response to this dude being bigoted towards immigrants. So when are you guys going to quit with the anecdotes to promote your bigotry? Statistically, family members and church staff are far more likely to abuse children, which is a fact. I, who even mentioned anything about leftism? My profile says, what'd that news be doing? I don't, I don't even know where, like, okay, you watch the, the Matt Walsh. Perhaps you, you see that I am a leftist. What's wrong with bigotry? Bigotry is what allowed human civilizations to flourish with various distinct societies. Sometimes you have to protect what you have. Bigotry is good. Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Does bigotry not mean what I think it means? Can we get a precising definition on bigotry? Obstinate or unreasonable attachment to a belief, opinion, or faction. In particular, prejudice against a person or people on the basis of their membership of a particular group. That doesn't sound good obstinate or unreasonable attachment to a belief. Got a, I got a actually <laughs> I didn't realize I caused so much, uh, much anguish. Uh, asylum seeker Lied about his age and told police he was 16. Apparently he was he was 21. Tadpole. 
Three people liked the comment about bigotry. Not really. Check real statistics. Maybe if you count Muslim church, those numbers are correct. Holy shit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, those numbers are correct when we're talking about the Christian church. At the Muslim church, maybe. Fucking Wow. As a conservative, it's getting harder and harder to not look like a kook. Okay, so that's that's what I've been doing on Twitter. That news be doing. Let's find out what that news be doing. So, Diamond has passed away. Uh, the one thing I want to point out about it, like I was joking earlier when I mentioned, uh, like I didn't know if it was diamond or if it was silk, it was diamond because diamond, uh, diamond was the one that did all the talking. Twenty-four hours a day, seven Every days a week, baby. I want an outsider. Yeah, I don't want an insider. No. It's a silk-cut TV on girl. Donald is announcing he's running for president. And I did. Uh huh. And that's what we need running our country, baby. She said, "Girl, this is going to be our next president." Uh -huh. Still grifting, by the way. Oh yeah. Don't you secure your house? Yeah. Ain't the White House secure? Yeah. Well, America's house should be secure. What's America's he house? Said about the Hispanics. Mm -hmm. And look at what he did in Nevada. Here's the damn deal, Megyn Kelly or Kelly Bacon, whatever your name is. Come down to the Muslim. He said temporary. Temporary, temporary ban. Rosie O'Donnell started that whole yeah. We can't have people coming up in here wanting to chop off our heads. That's right. We can't have that. I'll drink to that. Drink to itself. Mm -hmm. NBC threw us up under the bus and backed that bus back up on us. We were supposed to have an interview yeah. with a guy by the name of Steve Kanaski. Well, we found out that he worked, he used to work for Dunkin' Donuts. Maybe you should go back and report the news to them donuts. But then, what? Bitch, right here, don't thank you for censoring me. <laughs> you want to be protected, or do you want to be? Wait, wait, what, what, what do they? What do? They, what problem do they have? With Dunkin' Donuts, America runs on Dunkin'. You know, when I look at Marco Rubio, he may have had a gay lifestyle in his past. And this is going to be our next president of these United States! Yes! Yes! So they better hope he be the nominee. That's right. So that the Republicans can win an election yes. and we can go ahead and whoop Hillary or Bernie. Don't get it twisted! Whoop Hillary or, or Bernie. If only it was Bernie. Here is Don Jr. paying tribute. Well, guys, I got some bad news from MAGA World. Um, <laughs> this week we lost uh, Diamond of famed duo Diamond and Silk. Uh, famed duo. Ladies from <laughs> just so many, uh, so many incredible moments. I mean, on the Trump train uh, from moment number one. Uh, they just went out there, brought a level of excitement, uh, energy, <laughs> humor, uh, you know, pointing out the insanity of what was going on, uh, in the left. And, uh, you know, Diamond is part of that incredibly dynamic duo, uh, passed away this week. Uh, no, no, grifting duo, grifting duo. Such a, such great ladies, uh, 
and we're just sad to lose one of them. Um, it was just sort of a perfect uh, moment in time uh, watching them in the past, uh, seeing you know the that lost her mill ticket indeed. Doing their things, and, and he was just a hype woman to actually you know truly point out. I think I try to do some of that myself, just like to point out the ridiculousness uh, of the situations uh, that we sometimes face and that we see. And so, uh, Diamond, uh, we will always miss you. Uh, we will love you. Uh, I hope to still see Silk out there. Because, uh, again, I think that the talent of... Can Junior feel love? Deliver a message. Uh, while the duo was an amazing thing... I, it is possible that COVID killed her. We do not know this for sure. This is not confirmed. Voice, uh, ...for a movement that so many of us just really believe in. But uh, There were reports that Diamond had COVID... Back around Thanksgiving, uh, apparently that report has been taken down. Whatever, whatever website reported that originally. Sad news out of the political world this morning, as one half of the Diamond and Silk duo he Diamond was hospitalized over Thanksgiving. I do know that for a fact. One Diamond, aka Anita Lynette Hardaway, and her sister gained fame back in 2016 for their support of former President. Oh, Donald they were totally anti-vax. Well-known bloggers and political commentators even joining Newsmax's lineup. Now, former President Trump announced Diamond's passing on Truth Social calling the death unexpected and saying there was no better team anywhere or at any time calling her our magnificent diamond as well oh, as yeah they were a regular laurel and hardy and frankly all americans now the official diamond and silk twitter account confirmed the news saying this the world just lost a true angel and warrior patriot for freedom love and humanity now they also what in the fuck made her a patriot how did she fight for freedom, love, or humanity at all? She's just an internet grifter. That is all that woman was. Asked for donations to preserve her legacy. Her friends and colleagues all reacting to the news. Newsmax's Sebastian Gorka called her a patriot, tweeting, quote, Diamond was not afraid. And former candidate for New York Senator Joe Pinion wrote, stunned. Diamond, we love you and we will miss you. The joy and love you poured into the lives of so many cannot be properly put into words. And former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee, who Daryl Hall died, what? Lady, and referenced their fond memories together while they appeared on his show. How how are you gonna upstage Diamond like that, Mox? What? Fucking Daryl Hall died. Hey, I'm not seeing this. You're spreading fake news. Daryl Hall is still alive, right? Now I'm just, I'm... We're not we're not gonna finish this show until I find out if Daryl Harlow is alive. Okay, Daryl Hall still alive.
By the way, we need to open up the phone lines. Playing pranks on me. How are you just gonna spread him fake information like that? Fake news, fake news. Seven one nine two six oats. This is Colin Oats. Seven one nine two six six two eight. Three seven. 719-266-2837, motherfuckers. That is the Colin Oates hotline. Welcome to Colin Oates, your emergency Hall and Oates helpline. <laughs> to hear one on one, please press one. To hear rich girl, please press two. To hear man eater, please press three. To hear privatize, please press four. I think we did privatize last time. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, six questions. I think we did privatize last time. That's a good question, Mox. Was that Hall and Oates? Kiss on my list. Yeah, that's Hall and Oates. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I'm going to cut it off before I get copyright on that one, too. You know what? You don't have to be as oh yeah. Remember, kids. You don't have to like Hall and Oats is for any age. You don't have to. You don't have to be a certain age to enjoy Hall and Oats. Energy. Good evening. Thank you for being a freaking follower. Oh NAFTA. Eh, fuck it. All it oats is for the children's. Was that for me? Was I supposed to hear that? Are you just really enjoying yourself in there? You might be moonshined up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what she's doing in there. Oh shit, let's see what else we got here. This is a hospod show tonight. I did not have time to prepare because of uh, the triple presidente speech that we did from Mexico City. So we're just we're just kinda we're we're going we're going through it. We're finding out what that news be doing, but it isn't uh, there isn't any organization to it. Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate have lost their appeal against detention after a judge upheld their 30-day arrest. You hate to hear it. Brothers arrived at Bucharest Court of Appeal on Tuesday morning, handcuffed to each other, with Andrew carrying the Quran in his right hand. Man, he don't look too happy. 
judge in Romania has upheld the 30-day detention of misogynist influencer Andrew Tate and his brother Tristan Tate, who are being investigated for human trafficking, rape, and organized crime. Andrew is indeed a moron. The Tate brothers and two women were arrested on December 29th and have been in pretrial detention for the last 12 days after a judge extended their arrest period from 24 hours to 30 days. On Tuesday, the brothers appeared in court in book arrest to appeal against their pretrial detention. The court heard arguments from Tate's lawyers for their release, which included that the Tate, the Tate brothers have small children in Romania. According to the Associated Press, the judge stated that the brothers are at risk of invading investigations and that they could leave Romania and settle in countries that do not allow extradition. The Tate brothers have denied the accusations against them. Here you see them handcuffed to each other. Muslims on Twitter noticed uh, what the brothers arrived in Bucharest Court of Appeals, handcuffed to each other, and Andrew, 36, was carrying the Quran in his right hand. Muslims on Twitter noticed this, and it has since gone viral. While some praised him, others questioned his intentions. Last week, The Guardian reported that four more cars belonging to the Tate brothers had been confiscated. Fifteen, fifteen cars, including the Bugatti that he was bragging about to Greta Thunberg. Poor guys. Why are you whining, Smokey? I love that the stock market up across the board, except for Tesla. <laughs> the stock market up across the board, except for Tesla. Danzig, good evening. The Tesla owner says his Model Y ordered him to pull over before it suddenly shut down, trapping him inside. That doesn't sound scary at all. Tesla owner said his car ordered him to pull over before it suddenly shut down and trapped him inside. Tom Exton, a British YouTuber who collects cars, was driving to London Thursday night when his five-day-old Model Y asked him to pull over because it was shutting down. He did so, and within minutes, all power to the car was gone. Exton told Insider, adding that he felt trapped as the doors on Teslas need power to open and close. Just told him, pull over, pull over. According to Tesla's emergency response guide for the Model Y, opening the front doors without power involves lifting the mechanical release handle located near the window switches. Exton followed these instructions, which somehow broke the driver's window. The YouTuber expressed his frustration in a tweet and said he had to wait more than two hours for roadside assistance to arrive. Safe to say horror stories of Tesla cars being appalling seem true. Brand new, fully charged car just cut out on the motorway. Had to use emergency door release to get out. Tesla doesn't make good cars. Tesla does not make good cars at all. There is footage 
of the Tesla shutting down on the highway. Causing a pile up behind him. Look at this shit show. Elon, your cars suck. And they are far overpriced. One more time, you will see the Tesla up here in this section of the video. Used his turn signal, did not turn on his hazard lights. Ooh, ooh, that totaled multiple cars. That wasn't just a fender bender. That totaled multiple cars. Holy shit. The video and new photographs of the crash, which were obtained by the Intercept via California Public Records Act, provides the first direct look at what happened on November 24th, confirming witness accounts at the time. The driver told police that he had been using Tesla's new full self-driving feature. Before Tesla's left signal activated and its brakes activated, it moved to the left lane, slowing to a stop directly in the second vehicle's path of travel. Just hours before the crash, Tesla CEO Elon Musk had triumphantly announced that Tesla's full self-driving capability was available in North America, congratulating Tesla employees on a major milestone. By the end of last year, Tesla had rolled out the feature to over 285,000 people in North America, according to the company. There is another angle of the crash. We'll see it from the backside in the intercept story just reading from there you can see it pulling over in the top right hand corner Ooh! see the traffic jam that it caused Now, Lenny, a lot of modern cars, like, we made some really good advancements in cars. Like, um, cars are safer now than they ever have been. They're designed to be able to withstand, you know, crazy fucking impacts. But, I mean, like, when it comes to Tesla, though, it's just Elon Musk has been trading on a name on on his PR that one vehicle got lifted I mean there were at least five of them totaled in that accident fuck
Let's go to this story. I do not know what's going on here. I do not keep up with the sporty ball, but I think we got some fun video. ESPN and the Yankees uh, personality, Michael Kay, threatens to have a producer fired on air. hours, four hours, whatever the show is in length, and there's no way they cannot mention us. They can't do it. I, I mean, I've got to throw this out there. Is is it the fear that this show is now on the rise, and that show's kind of going in the other direction lately? And, oh. and it seems to tie into ever since they lost <laughs> oh, RJ, so there's there's a lot of like personal shots being taken over there, and even RJ, who I, is a fantastic producer there, is a fantastic producer here. It seems like it's a little personal at this point, this go, is, going in the other direction. I don't feel good. I don't I feel comfortable with this at all. Well, listen, listen. If shots are going to be taken on that, oh, yes, and, Raymond. And, and I've and I've stayed quiet. I've been respectful, and I and I love Don LaGreca. I love Michael K. Now, now, listen. A lot of broadcasting beefs are just done to like this is this is like a rat beef, right? They just create drama with you. It's Twitch beef. You guys are familiar with Twitch beefs. You create drama, and it creates viewers. Ooh, yeah. I even love Peter Rosenberg. Rick thirty six thirty six, my friend. Thank you for being a freaking follower. We are listening to ESPN personality and Yankee personality, Michael Kay, who's apparently going to go off on one of his producers on his show. Great guys. But I think it's getting a little, little personal over there. And if, and if I'm going to keep taking shots. It appears they're listening to another show. I'm uncomfortable. Uh, I'm recusing myself of all of You guys know where I am. I love it, Ray. I'm, I'm right behind you. You can't hit a softball, but you just treat the show like a pinata. <laughs> that's right, Ron. Uh, all right, so a couple of things here. First, Dave is playing the, the role of A. White, because that's what he does well. Right. Uh, I actually have a different theory on that. And um, Rick DiPietro is a true friend. True friend. True friend, what he did. <laughs> well, true friend. Ray, Ray Santiago yeah. made a comment about wow. ratings and the way the show... Wow. Do you realize, Ray... Let me look. This camera oh, right here? Ray, this give me is... the one shot. Do you realize, Ray, that all I'd have to do... Oh, no. All I would have to do is make one phone call and you would be on the unemployment line. Oh my! You have the nerve oh to say god. something like that about this show? Oh. One phone call, which yeah. I can. Sir, I don't think you come across well doing that. Threatening, threatening to get somebody fired from their job. That you have that much power that you can have somebody that is on another show fired. I don't think you you come across well. Ratings and the way the show. Wow. Do you realize, Ray? Let me look. This camera oh, right here. Ray, this give me the one shot. Do you realize, Ray, that all I'd have to do? Oh no. All I would have to do is make one phone call, and you would be on the unemployment line. Oh my. You have the nerve oh, to say something like that about this show? Oh. One phone call, which yeah. I am considering making, and you will be fired. Oh. Do you realize that? Oh my. God. So, and here's another thing. Management that's listening. I am never talking about that show again. If that's what that guy's going to do, I have no use. Let them do what they do. We'll do what we do. But remember, Ray, oh, no. I am really, really sitting on the fence right now about getting you canned, opening your mouth when you shouldn't have. Am I Damn. Damn. Come on, man. So this was Key hosting his ESPN radio show on Friday afternoon when he heard Ray Santiago, a producer of ESPN New York's DePietro and Rothberg, Rothenberg, snipe that K show was on the downswing.
Kay, a prominent voice in New York sports, known for his see ya home run call and broadcasting Yankees games, appeared to demolish the ESPN program's often playful rivalry with a venomous rant. New York Post reported that Kay's show has been losing in the ratings to rival station at WFAN in the same time slot. An ESPN spokesperson said the Sports Network and Kay aren't going to provide a comment here at this time. Sports talk shows have been home to volatility of, of, of late. The relationship of Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp appears strained after the undisputed host quarreled again, this time over an insensitive tweet sent by Bayless after Damar Hamlin's cardiac arrest. Well, let's see it. Video below. That's what we want. Uh, there's been a lot of speculation of why I wasn't on air yesterday, and I won't get into speculation or conjecture or innuendo, but I will say this. In watching that game on Monday night, uh, what happened to DeMar Hamlin struck me a little different. Um, as a brotherhood in the NFL, when injuries happen, when we know injuries are a part of the game, I've seen guys suffer ACLs and Achilles tear, but I've never seen anybody have to be revived and fight for their life on the field. So it struck me a little differently because I remember seeing my brother paralyzed on the field temporarily, and he was able to regain focus. Um, Skip tweeted something, and although I disagree with the tweet, uh, and, and uh, hopefully uh, Skip would take it down, but I didn't want it. Well, yep. time out, time out. I'm not going to take it down because okay. I stand by okay. what I tweeted. Skip, let me okay. finish. Let me, All right, okay. Go ahead. No, you go. Go ahead, let's go, Jen. Okay. I mean, I cannot even get through a monologue without you interrupting okay. me. Well, you could have came back. Skip, well, I thought, Skip, just let me. I'm, I didn't I'm, know I'm, you were going to bring no, up No, this. I was just going to say, Skip, I didn't want to yesterday to get into a situation where DeMar Hamlin was the issue. We should have been talking about him and not get into, okay. your, not get into your, uh, your tweet. That's what I was going to do. But you can't even let me finish my opening monologue without you interrupting. Okay. I was under the impression you weren't going to bring this up because nobody here had a problem with no, that tweet. No. Clearly, the bosses wanted you to offer explanation. So clearly, somebody no, they did not have the, nobody. Let's go, Jay. Damn. See, once again, I don't know about this forty ball, but as far as I know, Shannon Sharp is a pretty straight up guy. Mar Hamlin is out of the hospital now. Tweeted after being discharged. Go ahead and cover that because we watched the the breakdown of the hit the other day. We listened to a doctor explain exactly what was going on. And in, I have to browser here. Meet with you, um, and Dr. Knight and I are representing the many many individuals and teams that have helped care for uh, Mr. Hamlin uh, since the on-field event uh, on Monday night. Uh, we would like to share that there has been substantial improvement in his condition over the past 24 hours. Uh, we had significant concern um, about him after the injury and after the event that happened on the field, uh, but he is making substantial progress. Uh, as of this morning, uh, he is beginning uh, to awaken, uh, and it appears that his neurological uh, condition and function is intact. Uh, we are so this is a piece from yesterday. Report that. Very happy for him uh, and for his family and for the Buffalo Bills organization uh, that he is making improvement. Uh, he continues to be critically ill. For this news conference, uh, might be from a couple of days ago, and the, the report was from yesterday. 
Posted January 9th. Bill's safety, Demar Hamlin is now at a Buffalo hospital, having been released from the medical facility where he stayed seven days after his heart stopped and he had to be resurrected on the field. Resuscitated, not resurrected. Same difference, though. Resurrected like he's fucking Jesus or something. Back in his home uh, town, not exactly home yet. Bills head coach Sean McDermott said on a Zoom call with reporters that he was super excited to have Hamlin back in town. Apparently, uh, Hamlin uh, actually got to watch the game with some uh, friends and family. Picture from the hospital. We covered the story because of all the bullshit that surrounded... You know, the right-wing conspiracy theories and shit. We got another one, though. Uh, Once again, I'm... The disorganized show tonight... Where did I put this? Oh, here we go. Here we go. This is a TV reporter. Passes out on air. She is now the subject of conspiracy theories by right-wingers. TV reporter Jessica Robb struggles to speak and stand and tells the anchor, I'm not feeling very well. The reporter fended off trolls after her on-air emergency and said there was a reasonable explanation for what happened. Has come just a week before the third anniversary. Well, people, we spoke... Also, content warning, I guess, on this one. Might make some people squeamish. ...with say they were happy that something is being done... But this is something that they've been asking for since day one. So for them, this is about a thousand days. It does seem like she's a little short of breath. Now, Nairman, I'm looking at uh, after the, the, the day, families are pushing feds to, pushing the feds to. Poor woman. Sorry, Nairman, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not feeling very well right now. And I'm about just. Okay, we'll come back to me right now. We'll make sure that, Jessica, you are doing okay. Thank you. Oh, God. Make sure that Jessica is okay. Please make sure that Jessica is okay. CTV Edmonton later said that Rob became ill during the 6 p.m. newscast but was feeling better and is now resting. Monday, Rob offered more insight while taking aim at unfounded speculation. statement it's not uh, i was hoping there was video she said she received an overwhelming amount of harassment and hatred tied to false theories about the reason for the incident while i will not share private medical information publicly i can say that there is no cause for concern and that my understanding of my own medical background provides a reasonable explanation for what happened i can however confirm that the situation was in no way related to the covid19 vaccine 
Yeah, we, we watched this video. This happened back in December where Atlanta Hawks announcer Bob Rathbun wow. also had That's an pretty incident amazing. on and you, and you said it right. Poise for a kid this young, 19 years old, come out on the floor each and every night, and he feels like he's belonged. So I look for this kid to have a really good first half of the season. Wow. That's pretty amazing, and you, and you said it right. Poise. I hope his next words are like, you okay, Bob? Then a Hawks announcer, Bob Rathbun, convulsed and lost consciousness while he and analyst Dominique Wilkins previewed the team's uh, NBA home game against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Rathbun was about to shovel through his notes when he leaned back and began to appear to, uh, to be some sort of seizure. Valley Sports Southeast, which airs the Hawks games, said later on Twitter that Rathburn was treated for dehydration and was stable and responsive as she had. I'm sorry, just curious or laugh maniacally. <laughs> like I, I don't know what. She's just like, ma. <laughs> That cracked me up. Oh, shit. They said all tests were favorable and Raspin was released from the hospital. Okay, it is it is now the usual time that Justin Freakin comes on the air. We do a news rundown show, 8 p.m. Eastern, Sunday through Thursday. Find out what that news be doing. Tonight, I didn't have time to prepare... I thought I thought uh, we were doing Joe Biden at 4.30. I'd be off by 5.30. I'd eat dinner. I'd put together a show. But that didn't happen. So because of Joe Biden and AMLO and Trudeau, I don't have anything prepared. So I'm just going through my reservoir of stories and pulling shit as I come to them. But since it's, since it's my usual time to come on, we're, we're going to flip over... I'm not actually going to do the countdown. I missed eight o'clock. I wanted to hit it perfectly. I love, I love the you live in sexual anarchy in front of the Dana Loesch. This is the Troll Patrol live with Justin Freakin. Welcome to the Troll Patrol live. It's a freaking Tuesday. Am I a Republican now? Is everything Biden's fault? I mean, well, okay, here's the thing is that Biden shares a hell of a lot of blame for a lot of things since he was in the fucking Senate for almost 50 years. Well, not just the Senate. He, he's been in government for almost 50 years. With a good portion of that being in the Senate during a pivotal time. He could have fought back against the neoliberalization of the Democratic Party, but he was front and center for it. One of the top names pushing for it. Reasons why Delaware is where a lot of financial companies are located is because of the state's lax laws regarding financial bullshit. Let's talk about what we're going to be talking about. I don't have any fucking clue. No idea. No idea the things we're going to cover tonight. 
playing it by ear. We did a Biden speech, so Justin isn't prepared. We've been watching people pass out on the TV. That happened. Uh, yeah, let's cover that. Since I do usually open up with hard news, we can do this. Energy drinks causing hair loss in men. Oh, God, that's funny. In an act of fascism and supremacy, Israel has banned Palestinian flags public spaces. Palestinian flag is not a symbol of terrorism, but a symbol of revolution, said one advocate. That's why it is a threat to not only fascists like Ben Givir, but everyone who supports Israel's apartheid regime. After protests in which tens of thousands of Israelis marched together against fascism and apartheid, Israel's far-right security minister on Sunday ordered police to tear down Palestinian flags wherever they are found in public. Israel Public Security Minister Itamar Ben-Giver, leader of the ultra-nationalist Atzma Yedish Yehut Yedut, in a statement that he directed police commissioner Kobe Shabati to implement uh, the new policy. Banning our flags like it once was is pointless posturing and a dog whistle to supremacists. It will backfire spectacularly. Can't be that lawbreakers wave terror flags and cite support terror and therefore I have ordered that terror supporting flags be removed from the public space. Giver, who was convicted in 2007 of incitement to racism and supporting a terrorist organization after he advocated the ethnic cleansing of Palestinians. What a piece of shit. I am worried about our brothers and sisters in Israel. What is going to happen to them? Apparently, they're not just cracking down on Palestinians. This is a video of them assaulting Orthodox Jews in the street. What the fuck is going on in Israel right now? What? Israeli police assaulting Orthodox Jews. So while our hearts go out to our brothers and sisters, non-binary folk, Fighting for Palestinian rights, there's something 
incredibly fucked up going on in Israel right now. What? Just a just appalling video. Now I want to highlight a professor at Harvard. Known as the Godfather of Human Rights. They rescinded their fellowship. The godfather of human rights is what this man is fucking called. Harvard rescinds fellowship to leading rights activists. Harvard University rescinded a fellowship that it had offered to a leading human rights activist over what he said Monday was his group's criticism of Israel. Kenneth Roth, who was the executive director of Human Rights Watch until last year, was recruited by the Harvard Kennedy School's Carr Center for Human Rights Policy to become a fellow, and he accepted. But a few weeks later, in July, Roth said the center called and told him that the dean of the school, Douglas Elmerdorf, had not approved it. Roth said he wasn't given a reason, but believes it was due to his and his group's criticism of Israel. It is unclear why it took six months for the decision to become public, though the nation reported on the issue last week. A son of a Jewish refugee from Nazi Germany, Roth acknowledges that his work has made him enemies around the world. In a brief conversation with Elmendorf before his fellowship was denied, Roth said he told the dean that he had been sanctioned by the Russian and Chinese governments and was pretty sure the Israeli government detests me. That turned out to be the kiss of death. Over the years, the group has issued a number of reports saying that Israel appears to have committed war crimes against the Palestinians. 2019, Israel expelled the group's local director, accusing him of boycott activity. Roth, who at the time was HRW's executive director, said Israel was joining, joining a fairly ugly group of governments that have barred the group's researchers. Two years later, Human Rights Watch said Israeli policies towards Palestinians amounted to apartheid. Israel vehemently denies the label and comparisons to apartheid South Africa. This is a shocking violation of academic freedom, Roth told the Associated Press. I don't understand how, the, how an institution that purports to address foreign policy that even has a human rights policy center, how can it possibly avoid criticism of Israel? In a statement, the Harvard Kennedy School didn't say why Roth wasn't chosen for a fellowship, only that Elmendorf decided not to make the fellowship appointment 
as he sometimes decides not to make other proposed academic appointments based on an evaluation of the candidate's potential contributions to the Kennedy School. Come on, man! Now you can't tell me what I just showed you, the video I just showed you, doesn't amount to human rights abuses. Genocide towards the Palestinian people. Something fucked up is happening in Israel. It's been going on for a while. I think we're at some sort of tipping point. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Does Keurig owe you money? I told you this is a very hodgepodge show. Nothing flows together like it normally does. I take great pride in like how my stories all seem to like follow one and each other, one another. I have a narrative throughout the stream. Not tonight, bitches. Does Keurig owe you money? Time to claim a part of a $10 million settlement is running out. The settlement from a class action lawsuit filed against Keurig means you could be owed some cash after the renowned Coffee Kings were ordered to pay $10 million. You qualify as a class uh, member if you purchased K-Cup single-serving coffee pods labeled as recyclable, uh, recyclable in the U.S. for households. Uh, between June 8th, 2016 and August 8th, 2022. Seriously, she's having a blast in there. I want, one, I want some of whatever she's on. Oh, here's how you file a claim. I sent you to the FAQs. This is the claimant form. Boom. Oh, that might be a song I'm hearing. That might not have been her going, Pew! <laughs> oh. A TikToker with a science PhD has begged viewers to stop asking a man to explain things she's always already explained. <laughs> a woman science TikToker has asked viewers to stop tagging Hank Green in her content. She said she has a PhD in physics, which is more relevant expertise than Green's. Green has previously said he feels weird when he gets asked to weigh in on other creators' videos. See the video. Where's the fucking link to the video?
Thugs was not embedded. Ah, erectile dysfunction. If I can't show you the videos, it's not really fun. Okay, here's Hank. Somebody with a video on TikTok and they're explaining some delightful facet of our universe. And you're like, is that for real? You might have an impulse to, uh, apparently some people do, to say, at Hank Green, is this real? Can you, before you do that, can you check and see if that person actually knows more about that topic than I do? Which is not unlikely, considering that like, you know, we all have our expertises and mine are limited. I'm very happy to have established myself as having some amount of credibility in the in the world of uh, talking about and communicating the realities of our very weird and bizarre and lovely universe. Uh, but I'm certainly not the only person who does that. And there are many, many people who know more about <laughs> the things that they know about than I do. And I think it can feel a little weird to them to see me getting tagged in their comments when they know more about a thing than I do. Uh, and I think that I feel a little bit weird about it, too. So... Just FYI, thank you. Good on him. I want to see her video. Is this, a, is this the correct one? Okay, here we go. A nuclear fusion experiment reaching ignition was not on my radar for 2022, but the people at Lawrence Livermore National Lab used the National Ignition Facility's inertial confinement fusion laser to produce a pulse that was about two megajoules in energy. This pulse was directed at a target that was carbon encasing a small fuel cell of frozen hydrogen. When this high energy pulse hits the carbon, it expands rapidly. This expansion causes the fuel cell to compress. This compression allows it to reach temperatures and pressures necessary for nuclear fusion to take place, and take place it did because they measured an output of over three megajoules of energy. This is the first time that we have ever seen more energy come out of a fusion experiment than what we have put into it. This is a massive, massive break. Yeah, she seems cool. It's still a long, long, long way away. A long so that's the video where they had to be like, oh, Hank Green. Can you explain? Is this correct? Cool. Please don't do this. Please don't do this. About a month ago, I made a video expressing my frustration with the fact that men were summoned to confirm a video I made about venoms versus poisons. Renegade science teacher was one of those people. He ended up making a video stitching mine where he confirmed all of my facts, said that my facts were correct and people should have just believed me in the first place. His video ended up getting 2 million views and comments from all the cool people. And the whole point of this video was my facts were good. I check all of my facts before I post. I read articles, I watch videos, I ask experts if I know experts. If you want to check my facts, please do that. You should absolutely do that on your own or ask me and I will double and triple check my facts. Please do not summon the men, especially ones who already follow me. It doesn't feel good. Thanks. Please don't do this. I bet. Don't need somebody to come in and mansplain. Okay, okay, this one is one that, that pisses me off. 
Let me get the article. One of the biggest lowlifes on the entire planet. Man who I have a total beef with. Seth Rollins was named the Wrestler of the Year for 2022. <laughs> Sports Illustrated has released its list of the best wrestlers of 2022, and Seth Rollins has surprisingly made it to the top. The Raw Superstar is now reacted to the award, although the Monday Night Messiah has not had a standout year in terms of titles and storylines. He has arguably been WWE's most consistently brilliant in-ring superstar. Rollins started his year in the world, uh, world title scene. He was in a fatal five-way match for the WWE Championship at the Day 1 Premium Live event and defeated Roman Reigns in a Universal Championship match via a DQ at the Royal Rumble. His next major rivalry began at WrestleMania, where he took on the returning Cody Rhodes. Seth Rollins can kiss my ass. This is WWE superstar and multiple-time champion Seth Rollins. Seth is one of the top wrestlers in the industry, and never in a million years would I expect that Seth would be spying on me, or at least following me on social media. You see, a few years ago around 2015 or 2016, Seth started referring to himself as Seth freaking Rollins. Now Justin, you may say, your name is Justin freaking. That's not very similar. And you'd be right. But I actually rebranded myself as Justin freaking after Rollins blatantly stole my gimmick. Before last year, I went by... Justin Freakin' Mullins. Justin Freakin' Mullins. Justin Freakin' Mullins. I am on film and audio, calling myself Justin Freakin' Mullins several years before Seth Rollins. And if we take a trip in the Wayback Machine, we can see that I've actually been using the appellative since I was in high school. If this was Seth's only offense, I might let it slide. But recently he started referring to himself as the Monday Night Messiah. Hmm, I wonder where I have heard something like that before. I am the new media messiah. I am the new media messiah. Self-proclaimed new media messiah. The new media messiah. So, Seth, since you and the WWE are clearly paying attention to me, consider this video your cease and desist to stop infringing on my intellectual property and issue me a check for a cut of that sweet merchandise money. Obviously, you and the WWE are big fans of my ideas, so maybe you should offer me a slot on the creative team. Anyone who has watched Raw in the past decade knows you could use the help. And if you're watching this video and you're not Seth Rollins, check out the links below to learn how you can contribute to my legal fund. I'm just saying, fuck Seth Rollins.
Oh, this was about the uh, Damar Hamlin thing. I should have played it earlier. It's actually, mother fuck you, fuck, 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 fuck. Fuck all of you, fuck all the way off. God damn it. Before I turn on Laura Ingram, you're going to hit the no profanity. Who, who, who decided that was a good fucking idea? So Laura Ingram had, this has been about a week ago, a few nights back. This was posted on January 5th. Author Steve Almond. He's the inventor of almond milk. He was on Fox News to talk with Laura Ingram. You're focused on the players. I'm focused on the fans. And what I essentially believe is not that any government ban is going to make football safer and certainly not some mythic woke mob that you mentioned to try to scare your viewers. I think it's going to happen. I'm not trying to scare the viewers. The woke mob. The woke mob. Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. Hayes, good evening. I think it's going to happen. I'm not trying to scare the viewers. Football is not about politics. It's not about politics. You're making it about politics. Your entire economic model. What? Your entire economic model is to what scare other your viewers. Should, That's what your other whole sport? gig. I mean, Steve, you and really want way you really that you want football change your to be behavior. banned. Yeah, you want football to be no, banned. No, I, I mean, don't. You, this you is play what you this do. Game. Oh, come on. You, you, what, Probably you, should you be. football essentially changed into, I don't know what. Like, I, I don't know. You have a sensor in the helmet, I guess. Okay. Propose one. You know, it, well, is that, know, is that, is that technology to troubling to you? No, not in the if slightest. If you're concerned about the not players, in the why wouldn't not you want the them slightest. to play in a way that I was com- safer? You're not I concerned com- about the players. I you think don't there care are ways to make baseball safer. I think there are probably ways to make lacrosse safer. I played three sports. I know a lot about safety in sports. I think everyone can celebrate that. But underneath it all, you seem yeah, to have absolutely. a belief that football has a, has is a history based in racism and a celebration of the fans of violence. And what I'm saying to you is, I think I don't know what kind of I don't know, both those things would be uh, a good argument can be made. Violence. They're there to enjoy the game I don't think the and fans celebrate, celebrate the violence. I agree with you, Laura. I don't think the fans are celebrating the violence. I think they tolerate the violence and they see when somebody like Tamar Hamlin is almost killed in front of them. Or I remember watching Daryl Stingley get paralyzed as an 11 year old. And I didn't stop watching football. And lots of fans don't stop watching football because they enjoy it so much because it's so thrilling. The reason that people change their behavior is because there's an economic incentive. A couple of years ago, when you talked to the survivor of Parkland's mass shooting, you apologized only because advertisers withdrew from your show. Nice try, buddy. I appreciate it. This is what they always do. We're going to welcome all points of view on the show. Uh, we're going to welcome all points of view on the show after she cut him off for criticizing her. Oh, because there's an economic incentive. A couple of years ago, when you talked right, to the got, survivor of Parkland's yeah. mass shooting, all you right, apologized oh, only yeah, because yeah, advertisers yeah. Steve, withdrew nice from try, your show. And your nice ha- try, buddy. I appreciate it. This is what they always do. We're going to welcome all points of view on the show. She said that specifically because she knew it wasn't true. Need to reinforce, we're going to welcome all points of view on this show. Even though I just cut this motherfucker off. God damn it. Fuck. God, fuck. Fuck. Fuck.
And this, I was going to do this story next. How am I not going to cuss during this one? Experts are worried that elderly billionaires will become immortal, compounding wealth forever. <laughs> the longer you're around, the more your wealth compounds. Let's be clear, modern science has done a lot of incredible things for human health. We live way longer than we used to, and quality of life is remaining far better for far longer than at any other point in history. But there are a lot of wealthy people out there who don't just want to live longer, they want to live forever. And they're using their deep pockets to try to make it happen. In fact, Wired just declared that anti-aging research in 2023 could kickstart the greatest revolution in medicine since the discovery of antibiotics. Could all the hype fall short? Sure, and it likely will. But it's also possible that the quest for immortality could mark a grim new inflection point in the history of wealth. That's not just because it might mean that humanity will simply have to exist with the glare from an immortal Jeff Bezos's glistening scalp for eternity, but because such technology might mean that people like Bezos, whose money equals a whole lot of power, would be able to continue compounding that wealth and power for, well, forever. Suppose, for example, we had a kind of vaccine for the pandemic of age. Christopher Wareham, a bioethicist at Utrecht University who studies the ethics of aging, told the Financial Times, this is going to potentially exacerbate all kinds of existing inequalities that we have. The longer you're around, the more your wealth compounds, and the wealthier you are, the more political influence you have. It's a bone-chilling hypothesis, to say the least. Time, of course, is the central reason why anything really changes, politics included. Old leaders and belief systems die. New citizens with fresh ideas are born. In Wareham's dystopian postulation, dictators and autocrats, as well as their donors, would additionally flock to the still mythic technological fountain of youth. Sorry to have to hit you guys with that one. We wanted good news, Justin. Seriously, we're skipping around a lot tonight. This is one that, uh, it happened on December 31st, or at least the story was published on December 31st. North Carolina radio broadcaster was suspended for illegal aliens remark. Progressive aunt. The news will continue until morale improves. Good evening. So glad to see you. California fools rated with one troll not high enough for this shit somebody shout out California fools let's get you some more viewers how are you my friend so glad to see you need a WWE entrance for Raiders hmm that might be a good idea holy shit it might be on to something. If you are new here, my name is Justin Freakin. I do the news Sunday through Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Tonight, we were carrying a 
the Triple Presidente speech, I called it. Biden, AMLO, and Trudeau speaking from Mexico City. Unfortunately, it went up right about until the time of the show, so I didn't get a chance to put together any news. We still finding out what that news be doing. I'm just doing it in kind of a hodgepodge way. Usually it's more organized and I have a format and stuff like that. Cause I used to be I used to be a broadcaster once upon a time. Now I'll just sit here and uh, kick authority in the balls on Twitch. He's kicking authority in the balls. We are the nation of domination. This is one I missed a, a, a couple weeks back. North Carolina State University announcer Gary Han. Uh, that might just be you, Smash, but also good evening. So so happy to see you tonight. I believe I've got sound. Verify sound for me, guys. I want you to hear this dude go on a racist rant. <laughs> Also, I'm not high enough, so uh, I, might, I might have to pack another one. It's the Sun Bowl, and amongst all the illegal aliens down in El Paso, it's UCLA 14 and Pittsburgh 6. That's what... Ooh, been watching the Fox News, haven't you, buddy? It's the Sun Bowl, and amongst all the illegal aliens down in El Paso, it's UCLA 14 and Pittsburgh 6. That's with 11.15 to go in the second quarter. Let's go to the sidelines. Tony Haynes. I don't want to see Smash leave. Oh, my God. Yeah, down there with all the illegal aliens in Texas. What illegal aliens in Texas? You guys keep busting them up here. By the way, asylum seekers are not illegal. That is a perfectly legal process. I shouldn't have I shouldn't have used his language to try to make a jokey joke. Oh, oh, has he been fired? He has been suspended. He has not been fired. Just suspended. Smash, good evening. I would assume he's he's a broadcaster, so probably not with pay. Sorry, you were having trouble over on the Twitch. We uh we did a Biden speech earlier and uh I did not have time to put the news together, but we're doing a hodgepodge show. He is immediately and indefinitely suspended. Immediately and indefinitely suspended. So he may end up getting fired. He just said it so nonchalantly. With 11.15 to go in the second quarter. That's what right wing brain will do to you. This guy was a broadcaster for North Carolina State University. It's the Sun Bowl. And amongst all the illegal aliens down in El Paso, it's UCLA 14 and Pittsburgh 6. That's with 11.15 to go in the second quarter. Let's go to the sidelines. Tony Haynes. Well, NC State, uh, not a lot of depth in the secondary. 
Old Haynes there didn't even uh, notice what he said. It's the Sun Bowl. And amongst all the illegal aliens down in El Paso, it's UCLA 14 and Pittsburgh 6. That's with 11.15 to go in the second quarter. Let's go to the... I would. I'd put it in my reel. <laughs> the thing that got me fired from a radio station is in my reel. But then again, I'm a different kind of beast now, aren't I? I'm sure there well, it's it's just one person on radio. There's going to be a board op. The board op may not have been paying attention to what he actually said. Because when I would run video, or video games, when I would run football games, I, like, you could hear them going to break, right? You knew, you knew kind of how they're going to wrap up to go to break. But other than that, I didn't pay attention to what they were, they were saying at all. I think they probably kind of knew we weren't paying attention to them. That's why they, they said it in a way which you would know they're going to break. So you knew to play their commercials. Somebody listening certainly heard. Let's see what else we got. What else we got here? Somebody can call in if they want to. Nine one seven eight three zero four three five nine. The chat was complaining that uh, I haven't had a call in a while. Man, I wish I could show you the the Brazilian insurrectionist pooping on a desk. Can I say pooping? Can I? Oh, I can say shitting now. I can show I can show you the shitter. We're not gonna do that. I was saving this one for the freak show, but I mean, come on. This is good advice. This is this is advice that anyone can use at any time. Wash your ass. Toilet paper is good, but water is a much better idea. Use water each and every time you wash your ass. A clean asshole is good for you, good for your well-being, good for your soul. And good for each and everybody who is coming into close proximity with your ass. Wash <laughs> And everybody who is coming into close proximity with your ass. Wash your ass. Toilet paper is good, but water is a much better idea. Use water each and every time you wash your ass. Is this a bidet, a, a, an ad for a bidet? Good for your well-being, good for your soul. And good for each and everybody who is coming into close proximity with your ass. Wash your ass every day. Make washing your ass an act of devotion and a gift to your body. Life is too short to walk this earth for a crusty asshole. So, Life is too short to walk this earth with a crusty asshole is what the man said.
that that happened now this this is some self-help that I can get down with wash your ass toilet paper is good but water is a much better idea use water each and every time you wash your ass a clean asshole is good for you good for your well-being good for your soul and good for each and everybody who is coming into close proximity with your ass wash your ass progressive aunt says has a friend in urology and she said the number of skid marks on the exam table is astonishing whatever happened to the uh, advice your mom used to give you to always wear clean underwear Clean underwear goes with the washing your ass. Wash your ass. Toilet paper is good, but water is a much better idea. Use water each and every time you wash your ass. A clean asshole is good for you, good for your well-being, good for your soul, and good for each and everybody who is coming into close proximity with your ass. Wash your ass every day. Make washing your ass an act of devotion and a gift to your body. Life is too short to walk this earth. For a crusty asshole. So wash your ass. Wash your ass. Our ass. Our ass. Buttholes are communist. It's all our asses. Oh, this is good. Also a story that I was saving for the freak show, apparently. I have video, though. Oh, man. Oh, man, why did we not have body camera video? Police in Germany say they had quite the time attempting to pull over a Tesla driver who had fallen asleep behind the wheel. Bamberg traffic officers held the electric vehicle for about 15 minutes on Wednesday while the country's Autobahn 70 after signaling for a traffic stop with repeated horns and sirens. The driver was driving on the on the A70 from Bamberg in the direction of Beirut around 12 p.m. when the police patrol wanted to subject him to a traffic check. He did not respond to stop signals or repeated horns from the officers. The Tesla vehicle noticeably maintained a speed of 110 kilometers per hour, which is about 68 miles per hour, according to police. According, uh, adding to this, the driver of the car was apparently asleep at the time. Officers found that the Tesla driver was reclining in the seat with his eyes closed and his hands off the steering wheel. This strengthened the suspicion that he had left the controls to the autopilot. And well, I said it like autobahn, autopilot, and had fallen asleep. The 45-year-old driver of the Tesla eventually woke up and followed police instructions. Police noted that the man showed drug-typical abnormalities during the... Ch oh, no. Well, he was doing the right thing, letting the car drive him then. If he was impaired, come the fuck on. 
Police reportedly found a steering wheel weight in the vehicle's footwell. Such a device is used to trick Tesla's safety systems into thinking driver's hands remain on the wheel so that the autopilot remains active. Police say that after consulting with Bamberg's prosecutor's office, a complaint was filed against the driver for endangering road traffic. A preliminary investigation was reportedly initiated against the driver, and he has to give up his driver's license until the court reaches a decision. Fucking, I didn't think Haiti had a government to begin with. It got demolished a couple of years ago. We got breaking now. Haiti left with no elected government officials as it spirals towards anarchy. Last 10 remaining senators leave office with gangs controlling much of the capital, a malnutrition crisis, and a cholera outbreak. Fuck. The last 10 remaining senators in Haiti's parliament have officially left office, leaving the country without a single democratically elected government official. The expiration of the official's term at midnight on Monday formally concluded their time in office, and with it, the last semblance of democratic order in the beleaguered Caribbean nation. Ida, I don't think I told you good evening. Haiti, which is currently engulfed in gang violence, the worst malnutrition crisis in decades now officially has no functioning parliament as the senators were the last of the 30 to remain in office after uh, successive failed efforts to hold elections. There is now no constitutional representation at any state level, the latest sign that the country has become a failed state. Haiti is plagued by a series of acute overlapping crises as gangs violently exploit a power vacuum to expand their control of the capital. Every democratic institution from Haiti's justice system to parliament is no longer functioning. All local authorities' terms expired in 2020, and when the Supreme Court last met in February of 2022, only five of the 12 judges remained in office. The breakdown of Haitian democracy and its institutions has made it impossible to confront warring factions who now control an estimated two-thirds of of Port-au-Prince. Home to 12 million, Haiti has not held timely legislative elections since October of 2019 and was plunged further into uncertainty when its president, Jovenel Moise, was assassinated in July of 2021 by Colombian mercenaries in circumstances that remain unclear. That was it. It was the, the president that was assassinated. And I still don't know what happened. I was asking earlier about the details. All local and national political mandates have now expired while questions hang over the constitutional legitimacy of the interim government, which has set no dates for the next round of elections. Moyes had controversially extended his own mandate before he was assassinated. The succession of Ariel Henry, previously the prime minister, has never been ratified by law. Did I add an S to Illinois? (laughs) You you never know what you're going to get with me and how I'm going to pronounce words. I'm going to fuck them up most of the time. 
<laughs> oh, did I tell you good evening clinically? Henry is seen as illegitimate by most Haitians and his request in October for foreign military intervention was seen by critics as an effort to shore up a weak and unelected government. Holy shit. Yeah, she she's like, what the fuck is going on? What are we going to do over here? The explosion of gang violence engulfing Haiti has caused famine, forced hospitals to close, and probably contributed to the reemergence of cholera. Record 4.7 million people are facing acute hunger, with 1.8 million at a critical level of malnutrition. Fuck. That ain't good. I, there's very little advice I can give you about the cholera outbreak, except for you, uh, you can help fight it by. Uh, toilet paper is good, but water is a much better idea. Use water each and every time you wash your ass. A clean asshole is good for you, good for your well-being, good for your soul, and good for each and everybody who is coming into close proximity with your ass. Wash your ass every day. Make washing your ass an act of devotion and a gift to your body. Life is too short to walk this earth for a crusty asshole. So wash your ass. Wash your ass. I don't think it has anything to do with not washing your ass, though, does it? It's like the waste management in the town. It's when you get too much waste in the, in the drinking water, right? Not exactly. I live in a privileged time. I'm not exactly sure what uh, causes cholera. But I'm sure washing your ass wouldn't hurt. Let's check this out. This is just cool video. Got a video of a dude being trapped under a car. That's wild. Neil, good evening, my friend. Hitting us with the content warning here. Here, let's try to lift it this way, dude, if we can. Everybody. Alright, you guys are right. He's you're getting a wash your ass pop up now. You're welcome. (laughs) 
Here, here, let's try to lift it this way, dude, if we can. Everybody. This is after a wreck. Dude trapped under a car. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This happened on the 15th of December. Hold on, I don't think that's gonna help. It's not. Help! 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 Lift the car up. Hold on. Lift. 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 Hold on. He's trapped under. More. More. Lift. Hold on. What do you want help? One, two, three. If he has a spinal injury, you probably shouldn't move him, should you? Okay, 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 okay. Good job, guys. Good job. Good job. You don't know if there's a spinal injury or a head injury. I don't know if this is the right course of action. Apparently, they saved the guy, though. Hold on. Let him, let him, let him put him on his back. Put him on his back. Let him go on his back. Hold on. You guys back up, please. Am I wrong on that? Because, like, only medical professionals, or is it like if there's a possible spinal injury? Someone come over here and take this. He was on his bike. He was a biker that got hit. Okay. So. They're patting. The, they're patting themselves on the back. Actually, you know, asking for some help. Help! 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 About five or six. Good Samaritans came full sprint. Hold on, lift. And I just I ran over there. If they're not bleeding externally, you get them out of the pin situation. Okay, thank you clinically. What I could, and well, that looks like what we had going on here. Lift the vehicle. I knew there were probably parameters because this uh, individual is gonna die if we don't lift the car off of his chest. Seconds mattered, and he was uh, gasping for air because he couldn't breathe. One, two, three. Oh, okay. So yeah, it was restricting his airway. Everything just happened so fast. I, the only thing I really wanted to do was just help. I came back to work and and I, I you know I told my coworkers, I was, you and I, you're not gonna believe it. Like it was one of the craziest lunches I've ever. I've ever had. Hold on. Senor, what is that? Someone come over here and take this. No. I hope the dude's okay. That still are out there willing to help uh, help out a complete stranger um, in a time of need. It's one of the greatest feelings that uh, I've ever felt. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Well, I would hope most people. God knows the work that you did. And would pitch in. in. Shape or form in the future, he will... Uh, repay that favor that you did. Uh, thank you so very much. <laughs> Video is fake. They're not beating anybody. Uh, They're not beating I, an innocent civilian. Pedestrian would not be here with us today. That was wild fucking video. Oh, here's one I didn't do. Hey, warning. Bill Cosby is planning a 2023 comedy tour. Get your tickets now for the sexual predator.
During a surprise radio interview Wednesday on WGH uh, Talk, Cosby answered yes when asked if 2023 is the year he might finally be able to tour again. Do we have the Do we have the interview? I am proud to say that uh, when I was in college, it was around. Uh, 2012, 2011, whenever the, uh, yeah, I have a ad blocker name. It was whenever the, um, Hannibal Buress clip was going around where he was calling Bill Cosby a rapist. Cosby was set to. I don't think he was doing stand-up. I think he was going to give a talk at my college, and we got him canceled. So I am very proud of that. I want the clip. I want the clip of his interview. I don't want to listen to the whole goddamn thing, though. It's 20-something minutes. On this Wednesday morning, December the 28th, 2022, 2022, almost a memory, 21 minutes past the hour here, 27 degrees and hazy skies in this area. And yeah, this is one of the stories I missed yes, this morning. And Over, boy, you know, all the boy, news has been going on. This person is... Borg, good evening. Really, there's no other way to say it. One of the most prolific people in the history of this country and possibly quite possibly the world his comedy has entertained people for more than a half century through entertainment i didn't quite find him that entertaining he spent 15 minutes with us here this morning talking about his holiday season and the new year 2023 can you imagine that in just a few days what a pleasure it is for the second time hopefully not the last time to welcome to these microphones, the legendary, the iconic, and trust me, there aren't too many icons around, Mr. Bill Cosby. Mr. Cosby! Mr. Spears! How are you, my friend? I am just uh, full of Christmas cheer. Well, that's what we want a few days after, so it's still with you. Hey, listen, it's not going anywhere. Everybody. Some people are still celebrating the Christmas. Doing well in the, the the young people are doing well in school. Keep Cosby away from and, the young people. Uh, it's it's interesting the the kind of of work they have to do and how they talk about being stressed because of the work they have to do. And I said, but you you sit down. You don't... You Whose don't mental faculties are sharper, Cosby or Biden? You don't have to, uh, to drive uh, nails on the railroad. And you, you just, you sit down and you read. And then your professor... You got different uh, answers here. ...helps to interpret what he or she... 
as uh, assigned you to read, and then you write about it. Progressive well, Aunt, he is making a comeback. He is 2023 is the year that he is I going to uh, do stand-up right comedy again. That was the people who didn't really. Fox says he sounds like he roofied himself. Uh, study and, and do well. Said things like, "Well, they if they just want you to repeat back what." They've said, and I'm not going to do that. And uh, the, the more you talked... Oh, is he saying the, the woke moralists are canceling him? Up yours, woke moralists. Uh, I we'll found see out who that they, who. they really were not interested. They didn't have a view of where they were going, and they didn't feel the importance of what they had to do. You know, Mr. Cosby, there there's a conversation going on amongst a lot of people in education. Do you believe the cell phone has caused this, the internet, the text messaging? Has it has it led to a big change in education? I don't know. Oh, yes, yes, obviously, obviously. Um, a, being in contact with the with your family while you're in school i'm from that uh, the day of uh i'm neanderthal in the, in the 40s uh, the classroom setting you know for a comedian you're not very fucking funny that were nailed down to the floor and you lifted the top and then and underneath the sitting there were uh, books and as a matter of fact I remember inkwells I don't think you you know anything about that but inkwells with a with an ink paint yourself with an object ink in the inkwell and you wrote with it so I I just feel that the difference and the problem I'm having is the word uh, sub-par. And you play the golf, you know what that means. Have to put themselves in a position to make sure that their children are not getting a sub-par education. And think of education as something that is subpar. I don't care if you have 12 cell phones and they're all ringing at the same time. You don't have to turn them on. You don't have to answer them. But it's the idea of the education. Ever since uh, Samuel Clemens wrote about uh, Mark Twain. his boys, Mark Twain and Huckleberry Finn and their dislike for education. I think that parents have uh, fought the uh, the chance for the children to. Uh, this is from one of his last uh, comedy specials before he was arrested. Hmm. You know, Mr. Cosby, before we went on air, you were talking about uh, your Christmas, your holiday, and uh, an interesting story came up about uh, cooking over the holiday season that our audience might like to hear. My 
my wife uh, has said that uh, this is a time of year when someone else will do the cooking. She she doesn't. Isn't she the matriarch though? But the idea when she goes shopping that the markets have changed in terms of how much money it cost. Well, Cosby's bitching about inflation? I'm not bringing this up because we have money and other people do not have money, so to speak. And it's tough out there because the markets don't have the kind of food to, they don't sell things that can be trusted. And so when it comes time, she's so happy. The markets don't sell things that can be trusted. And children around. I think that this has caused a whole different viewpoint of some, some, not all, but I know for sure, mine, she is a happy camper to have granddaughters and daughters. What food is it that Camille can't get from the grocery store that you want, Bill? And, and baking and cooking and doing things. Man, oh man. And, and I'm happy because she's happy. You know, Mr. Cosby, every Christmas, every What's holiday up, season, it seems, for many, many years now, the question comes up, uh, do we really celebrate the true meaning of Christmas, or are we wrapped up in buying things, getting things, and stress ourselves to the point where we really don't enjoy the holiday? What, what's your feeling on Buddy, Christmas? Buddy, you're on the people? radio. It's your best time. Isaiah Thomas surprised me when he talked about his time I think he he was brought up in Detroit, and he said that as a young, we're on the boy, other side of Eight Mile. He you had one shot, one opportunity. His friends uh, see his apartment during. <laughs> Bill Cosby on some local radio station he announcing he's uh. He's going to go on tour in 2023. They were. And I was surprised. He's, He's kind of boring me. Do you guys want to move on? I can be done with Bill Cosby. Because of the, because of the Biden speech earlier, we, uh, didn't have a chance to, Put together a show. I don't want to do Andrew Callahan. Like I talked about it earlier. I didn't know when somebody mentioned it in the chat last night. I didn't know who he was. And uh, I had to Google it. And turned out like I watched his, you know, HBO, uh, This Place Rocks or This Place Rules or whatever it is. Watched that just a few days ago. Because I saw a clip on Twitter of... Him confronting a convicted pedophile that was, you know, a QAnon motherfucker calling people pedophiles. I thought that was really good. I, you know, I, 
I didn't come across. I didn't come away from the the movie like a hardcore fan or anything. I enjoyed it. It didn't make me want to go watch everything he'd ever done because there's a few things that kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Apparently, he's a sex pest, so I'm glad I didn't get too attached to him. Like if I if I found out like Nathan Fielder was a sex pest, oh boy, that would that would shatter my world. <laughs> I, I don't want to find that because like already happened to me once with Louis C.K., right? Man, some of the some of the responses I'm getting on Twitter. Oof, I can't show that. That's terms of service. Holy shit, how that is fucking racist. Holy fuck. Sorry guys, I can't I can't I can't show it to you. You wanna do some politics before we get out of here? <laughs> Let's talk about Ryan Zinke accusing the, the deep state of coming after him. Which is weird because you know Ryan Zinke be in the deep state. It was once upon a time Secretary of the Interior. From Montana is recognized for two minutes. Mr. Speaker, I rise today in support of a select committee to investigate the weaponization of the federal government, something I have a lot of experience firsthand. I proudly served as the 52nd Secretary of Interior, and despite the deep stakes repeatedly attempts to stop me, I stand before you as a duly elected member of the United States Congress and tell you that a deep state exists and is perhaps the strongest covert weapon the left has against the American people. There is no doubt the federal government deep state coordinates this dude oversaw oversaw our nuclear arsenal. Let that let that sink in, Elon. This dude oversaw our nuclear arsenal, and he's up here talking about how like a deep state is coming after him. Montana, gentleman from Montana is recognized for two minutes. Mr. Speaker, I rise today. He's a sitting member of Congress. Investigate the weaponization of the federal government, something I have a lot of experience firsthand. I proudly served as the 52nd Secretary of Interior, and despite the deep stakes repeatedly attempts to stop me, he did me, say deep stake. Before you, as a duly elected member of the United States Congress, and tell you that a deep state exists and it is perhaps the strongest covert weapon the left has against the American people. The left! There is no doubt the federal government deep state coordinates with liberal activists and uses politicians and willing media to carry their water. The deep state runs secret messaging campaigns with one goal in mind, to increase its power, to censor and pursue.